My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. I'm Jessie. I'm Natalia. And I'm Skye. And, like, we're sexy, you're sexy, <laughs> we may not know you anymore, but that's okay, because you know who we do know today? Uh, that is the, the main man of the hour, Eric Nam, who we are here to Woo-hoo! talk about because uh well there's many reasons why we're talking about him one we like him yeah we easy, do easy yeah, we uh that's, that's a pretty easy way to do it but also too he's currently on tour and mm-hmm. you know um killing it really and uh, some of us maybe may maybe have seen him already maybe going to be maybe seeing him. i have Who seen knows? him already Who knows? maybe like yeah. two days ago before recording this Jesse saw him. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'm I'm supposed to go see him next weekend. Tickets pending, but maybe, yeah, maybe. who knows? Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe. Who maybe. knows? Who knows? Um, but we're gonna talk about we're gonna do a little little thing about Eric now because if you have any sort of familiarity with any sort of variety or K-pop talk show uh, coming out of Korea. Um, even if you don't know his name, you've seen Eric now, okay? Yeah. <laughs> He's literally or even if everywhere. you're just sitting there watching like some random like service and then you see like a, a commercial yeah. for Visit He's Korea, there. you might He's see there. him. There he is. <laughs> There's the nom. And um he you know, he's just he's so prolific that you just can't help but encounter. Eric would would we actually like to talk really quickly about like where each of us first encountered, like remember oh, encountering okay. him, like mm-hmm. as far as okay. So like, you- yes, I know that I encountered him before this. All right, I just need to say that I know I encountered him before this, but consciously <laughs> encountering him was several years ago when Jesse Sky and I. We're all watching KCON, the online KCON together. Uh, and yeah. he was and he was the host. And we were all just like and like and I know that I had seen him before because all of us were like, oh, Eric Nam's hosting. Like we love Eric yeah. Nam. Like he's so much fun. But like and yeah. in my mind I said, Yeah, I love Eric Nam, he's so much fun because I clearly had seen him somewhere before, but my brain wasn't gifted. But this is like where I remember just distinctly being like, Oh yeah, Eric Nam, I love that guy. Mm-hmm. And then the next year he wasn't hosting (laughs) right (laughs) and then the three of us were like you know what would have made this so much better (laughs) everything better that's not to say that the new host was bad but they weren't nom like that was yeah they were nom like i mean let's be real let's be honest i think we even said that we're like man this we couldn't we couldn't get over it usually we just say that in passing and like move on no we never no, moved like, on like, <laughs> like clearly five they were never like, moved on no still yeah, we're still talking about it and that was years ago that was like that was <laughs> years ago <laughs> I, I think also we were maybe i think because it was all about like kind of the interviews for the online yeah. kcon mm-hmm. and uh we we're like i think the first one we watched together we're like, okay, maybe he just wasn't on that one. Like, yeah, yeah. So yeah, then, yeah. we're like, maybe, maybe the next interview, maybe the next interview he'll be here. Like, maybe the next one. And the next person there, we're like, I don't think Eric Nam's going to be here. We were so <laughs> upset. We were like, we were like, yeah, damn it. Like, we really wanted to see Eric Nam. Like, 
so when I, I say, when I say that, I know that's not the first time because as I was right? watching it, I was thinking, "Oh, I love Eric Nam. I'm so glad they got Eric Nam for this." But do I have any conscious memory of like previous to that being like, "Yes, Eric Nam, like him." Like no, my mm-hmm. brain is just like, "You know that it's like he's always been there." he's just a fixture yeah i'm the same when i think about it i think about um his album honestly which Mm. was one of the first k-pop albums that i like bought digitally but whatever right like and i love that album and i listen to it constantly Mm. but like i remember it coming out because i already followed him on twitter i already like he was already he was just there in my world, in. in my sphere. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, we made jokes about, you know, because he'd be like, honestly, my album coming out next week. And we're like, is it? Are you sure? Like, because it, <laughs> everything honest? was honestly, right? And you're like, mm. yeah. but like, no, to like, already he knew just, he just always I already knew who there. he was. Like, yeah. so I don't know how. I, I think we all just got that. incepted with Eric Nam at some point. When <laughs> right? Well, I definitely got incepted, but a different way. Like, mm-hmm. I do kind of remember, not like the exact, but like how I got to Eric Nam. Because I was a fan of FX. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that was one of my first groups. And the one of the members is Amber. Amber is also an American. She's English-speaking. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, during, like... I can't even remember the years, but she was one of the first K-pop idols to start doing YouTube stuff. So she was heavily on YouTube. Um, She was doing like her own personal YouTube stuff. And then she was also doing stuff for Mm K-Con, like behind the scenes stuff. Right. So when she would do her like regular content on her YouTube, she was always bringing in people that she knew. And because of the Mm -hmm. nature of everything, her circle were all the English speaking idols or like people connected to idols. Yeah. Right. And so Eric Nam was always there that like always there. Like he was just like one of the, like, you know, your dog speaks Chinese. Yeah. That's like, I watched that like when it came out. And then like, also there's like another thing he was on like Amber and, um, I always forget how to like pronounce her Ailey or Ailey. I can't I always I always say it Ailey, but I don't I don't know either. I made a conscious effort once to like remember it, but it's been too long, so now I can't remember <laughs> nice it. Nice John. Um, yeah, but I, like no. her and Amber um went on like a like did a like a little variety show, like went on a like a vacation thing and Nam like showed up for like one night of it and they all like got in like onesies and started singing the Pokemon song. Yeah. <laughs> so like like very clearly like my Eric Nam like mm-hmm. first encounters were through Amber because he was always on it. Yeah. I mean they were doing like those random like prank videos or like the you know the secret camera videos. They were like both doing stuff to each other and like yeah mm-hmm. so like Amber is definitely like how I know Eric Nam. I just don't remember exactly what, which yeah. video. No, he's just there. Suddenly yeah. he's just there he forever. Also watched After School Club all the time too, mm-hmm. which he was in it as like, you know, forever. towards that first and he forever. was like there yeah. forever. So it's like also like, well, maybe what if I just didn't clock him like mm-hmm. one time when I was watching that? Who knows? Yeah. And then we, he, will he we ever know? Amber's. Will we ever so, know? So the only other layer that I like 
the main one that I really, really remember is what Natalia already re-talked about as far as because it was a big deal with yeah. the KCON thing. But it's so like I was already very, very aware of him at that point and I already liked a lot of his music. But I don't know. I don't know the moment I finally figured out because I wasn't aware in 2016. I was just starting to like K-pop then. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. I wasn't aware until years later, eventually, that Astro's Jin Jin performed on stage with Eric Nam a couple times yeah. and that they were buddies. And so I don't know when I figured that out, but at some juncture, I also figured that out. And so then when Jin Jin ended up being a guest on Daybox Show, mm-hmm. and so, so like I really started paying more attention to Daybox Show whenever mm-hmm. some of my faves started being guests. And so when I kind of figured out the Nam and Jin Jin thing, I was like, okay, I'm going to go look back. Okay, 2016, they hung out together and that was cute. So that was kind of how I, my fandoms cross aligned with that too. So, mm-hmm. but I already knew who he was. So like, yeah. but why? None it of was us know. for just... me. For me, it was probably straight up after school club. Yeah. It, like, I, really. I think, honestly, it's probably that, especially in the very beginning when you're not like, like used to hearing Korean mm. too. Like you'll like kind of really mm-hmm. get like you zero mm-hmm. in on like anything that's going to be English well, speaking. Yeah. And when you first like first get into k-pop and you just start like googling or or you're on youtube and you just Mm -hmm. drop a group into the search right after school club's gonna come up and like all and so yeah like he's just probably if you're into dramas and you start watching variety shows and you start like he's just kind of always there like it was certainly variety shows for me because i never really watched Mm -hmm. you know what it was probably we got married and i just didn't remember because it's also like a possibility because i had like i had like a really concerning we got married depression spiral at one point so like we all went there at one point let's see like the joke the joke that i would tell my husband he would come home from work and i would be watching we got married and he would be like oh no honey like what's going on and i was like every episode of this show i get further from god's light but i watching we got married for like to feel any sort of joy in the world to be clear if you don't know what we got married is i'm not gonna explain it now but it's not a depressing show like i I just want you to understand it's not a depressing show we'll explain we got married later in this episode for people who've never heard about it Um, but but i thought it would be fun to kick off because yeah yeah eric nam is very much a fixture in international mm-hmm. fan experience of mm-hmm. yep. k-pop yeah. like he's very just much. been there he's i mean there. i'm sure there are people that have been k-pop fans since the very beginning of k-pop dumb so i'm sure there was probably a pre-nom era but as far as <laughs> you know like i started in 2016 so i'm squarely in solidly yeah nom same, era right? like he was yeah. everywhere yeah. well so there certainly was a pre-nom era and that was pre-2012 so <laughs> that's the pre-nom era uh which I'm like tell the pre-nom you, and post-nom pre-nom post-nom <laughs> in the k-pop world and i'm about to tell you about the eras because i'm about to tell you about eric nom's life all right so he was born mm-hmm. november 17th 1988 which means He's an old fuck just like us. Hey, old man. Does he have a baby face, though? He does. Yeah, he looks about like 22, but that's. Yeah. Um, So he was born in Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, became 
gained prominence in the Korean entertainment scene in 2011 when he did a cover of To Anyone's song Lonely, which then caught the eye of like a, a producer for NBC who contacted him and was like, yo, want to come to Korea and be on this like competition show called Star Audition, Birth of a Great Star 2. Um, but at the time he was a business analyst, like working for a nonprofit. Um, and then was just like, fuck it. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> like, I'm a bounce. And just like went to Korea and then placed in the top five. So everyone's oh, to like, not, not have anxiety. Like me, I'd be like, oh, I'd be like, dear God, what are you like, talking no. about? Absolutely not. Um, and then was immediately signed by B2M Entertainment and thus began his illustrious variety show career. Um, in 2013, he did release his first EP, but also, more importantly, became one of the main hosts of After School Club and of also the After School After Show. So the two, they were the two things at once. And then that really, him being the MC of this, really solidified his position as like the guy to call to MC stuff um, and interview people. So anytime there was like an English speaking celebrity who was in Korea, guess who got the call to come down <laughs> and do the old interview? That's right, Eric Nam. So in 2015, his growing popularity led him to feature when Amber Lou's song, I Just Wanna, and then he does a lot of collabs, all right? Big collab guy in the music world. Uh, and then released a song, Dream, with Park Min for a charity, and then was like, you know what, B2M Entertainment, we're good. We're done here. Because he was then scouted and signed by CJ E&M, which if you're unfamiliar, is a massive like mm -hmm. agency uh so clearly it owns, they like most of the Korean yeah. entertainment yeah it owns like, yeah. a lot R really stuff. funny side note of that uh so we bought a noodle bowl recently a microwavable noodle mm -hmm. bowl and it, it was it, it was yeah. the company cj you know. foods or whatever and yeah. so it had the little logo and my husband He's in a big K-drama watching phase, and he I guess he was watching it. a CJ Entertainment K- So he recognized the logo. He was like, oh, this Wait is this is the same <laughs> as the drama I'm watching. Really? I'm like, yes, yeah. they own most of Korea. Yeah, it's don't, okay. like, don't everything. Don't worry about it. Um, so after being signed from them, in 2016, uh, he hosted SNL Korea, and his, his episode had the highest ratings of that season. And people were like, damn, we love him. So that almost immediately after that was when he was invited to join We Got Married, uh, where he had a virtual marriage with Solar from Mamamoo. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, we, we got, got married. married. We'll talk more about <laughs> We Got Married. Don't worry. Uh, and then in 2016, uh, he also had his first US, sing uh, U.S. single, Into You, with Collage, because he always collabs with people always collabs. He's a very collaborative guy. And then headlined KCON New York in 2016. Um, and then also headlined KCON LA a couple months later, where he performed his new song that Tableau wrote, uh, I Can't Help Myself with Loco, which if you haven't heard that song. And Jin Jin was on the stage performance yeah. of that too. Um, which is 
that song is a real chef's kiss. Uh, And then he was like, all right, selling out KCON, sold out KCON, not enough. I'm going to start a new talk show on Mnet, uh, the Yang and Nam (laughs) show with Yang Se Hyung, which was half talk show, half comedy show. People loved it because everything Eric Nam does, people just love. So uh, in 2017, he really started pushing to be popular even more so outside of Korea because like he's very popular in Korea like he's everywhere uh and then had three sold out shows in New York City and Atlanta uh where he sold them out in under a minute which is very impressive uh and in 2018 he was then named the honorary ambassador to the Olympics why not uh and was an interviewer for NBC so an American company. They needed some. They needed someone on the ground, right? Uh, and there he was. There's Eric Nam. Because who do you go to if you're going to South Korea and you need someone who can speak English and Korean to do your interviews? And you're th- Eric Nam. 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 So in June of that year, he started his big uh, Honestly tour, which had 14 stops in North America. And then was like, hey, why not be the only Korean act at the Indonesian We The Fest Music Festival where he had aligned? And that was also sold out because people just love him. And then also, very fun little side bit that year was like, why not also release an OST for Hotel Transylvania 3? Yes, I love that (laughs) song so much. It's so good. (laughs) It's called Float. Um... (laughs) So, 2019, big year, because he started the K-pop Daybok with Eric Nam show, uh, which then very quickly became literally the top music podcast on Apple and Spotify, uh, and then was like, I need to do- Like it wasn't going to, Yeah, I know, right? Like, (laughs) it was, listen, (laughs) Jesse will tell you more about it, but like- Wow, thanks. Welcome to our, like, podcast world, sir. And then it was like, boom, he's, like, huge. And you're like, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Okay. So then uh-huh. that year he also was like, I got to release more English music. Because he said in an interview that, like, he feel- since English is his main language, he's more expressive when he doesn't have to then translate and rewrite lyrics into Korean, which is totally understandable like that is oh, absolutely 100 understandable and so he had his first official war- world tour which was going quite well um but then it was going into 2020 and um and uh, did the panini happen the panini might have happened that really <laughs> cut, cut short that world tour that was going very well uh and so during covid he was like well i can't stop working so i might as well um write an album with young k sure yeah might not? as well why, not? why not? so uh panini's going on everything he's still doing all of his everything he gets up to uh and in 2022 he went on tour again touring from january to november the man doesn't stop uh and guess what he's on another world tour right now as we record this in 2023 he has also, in 2022, left uh, CNM Entertainment to be a free agent, technically, but untechnically, because he has his own company with his two brothers. And his middle brother is his manager, and the youngest brother is the CEO of the company. <laughs> of um, and, his young- and they also, they have 
his the Eric Nam company, which is just his personal company, and then Dive Studios, which Jesse will tell you more about later. Uh, and then, you know, Eddie does manages his career. Eddie, if you're like, wow, that name sounds familiar. Yeah, he also manages Tableau. So, like, it's like a whole thing. And he's also very extroverted. So, like, yeah. you've, heard, like you've seen him. You've, you've seen him. Seen he's seen anything from Tableau or Eric Dom. He's always like, hey, let me get in front of the camera yeah. right now. Yeah. Uh, very gregarious, whereas the youngest brother seems a little bit more reserved yeah, and like reserved of uh, the three. academic vibes to him. Um, so he's also set to debut in acting sometime. We don't know when. There's no release date yet. In a psychological thriller called Transplant. Exciting. Uh, and then he just never stops. So he continues to do TV roles for talk shows, comedy shows. He regularly MCs things like KCON and Isaac. God, he's oh, it's him and Isaac. Uh, and just, he cannot be stopped. The man is unstoppable. I don't know where he gets the energy. He really don't. I don't know where. No. I wonder if that's part of the reason why, all, you know, everyone, all the younger, either co hosts or guests or whoever, often his friends, but sometimes they'll just be an acquaintance. And th- when they figure out how old he is, they're like, like wow, I thought, yeah. I really thought you were younger. And it's, it's like, he does so much stuff. Yeah. <laughs> where does yeah. he find the energy? It's like there's, right? there's like an infamous where he's talking with Jackson Wang. And like, yeah. he's like, yeah, I'm 19. And Jackson Wang's like, no, seriously, how old are you? And then when he tells him he's like 35, Jackson Wang's like, no. No, bro. I thought, like, I thought you were like younger old. than me. What, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> what is this? I saw one the other day. It was like a an edit somebody had done, and it was just like all of your K-pop faves telling Eric he's old. Yeah, <laughs> like everybody. Oh my god, oh, Jamie, I mean, Jerry, fine. everybody. Fine. Like, but it's like that's often their response. It's like, oh my god, you're old, and then they're like, oh, I that was rude. But <laughs> he's like, he's like yeah, I am though. Don't worry about it. Like, <laughs> but but really, if someone took told me later on like eric nam has like teleportation powers in order I to be able to do... yeah, yeah like sure mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like whatever thing kim Wan hey has eric nam has yeah. too like mm-hmm. the I prolific be- can do like, everything i bet he gets home and just immediately passes out every <laughs> single night like <laughs> the man can't have insomnia he would die <laughs> like he'd yeah, be dead right yeah. now he's one of those like people that can just like fall asleep forever yeah yeah and he also doesn't age so if they're like he's also a vampire okay sure that's, like yeah that makes fine. sense this track's <laughs> believable this track yeah so uh amanda tell us about his uh discography it's huge it's huge. <laughs> um, but not as huge you know, as other shows we've done on, like other groups we've done. That is, on this. That's true. Yeah. Like it's it's a lot of singles, right? Yes. Like there's a lot of singles and a lot of stuff. Like in my brain, I already mentioned honestly. Like I thought that was his first album. It's not. Um, I was yeah, surprised. No, no. Like when we were, you know, prepping for this, I'm thinking, oh, I don't have hardly any work to do because like Eric is everywhere. I. I know, I've watched, I've read, I've listened to everything. And then I go into Spotify and I'm like, where, where did this come from? What is this? Like, and there are like, a whole album that I've apparently liked every single song in Spotify, but like never listened to. But it's because he does this thing. Eric sends out like an email if you're on his list mm-hmm. and it's like, hey, pre, you know, 
pre-like my album. So pre-save that, or whatever. You know, yeah. If you pre-save it, it like automatically likes every single song in the in the playlist. Mm. So I'm actually going through and I'm like, I mean, it's not bad, but like, so they're all yeah, pretty much so, bangers, though. So like, there's, I don't know. I don't know. I tried to, I sat down and started to write it all out. And I was like, my paper is not long enough for all of this. Erica. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. So he started out with, um, when he was on that show that I wrote mm-hmm. that one down, um, and he did uh, for um, Star Edition, uh, yeah. Birth of a Star. Uh, he uh, he had a single with that that came out in 2011, and then yeah, there's uh, his album Cloud Nine. His first album came out in 2013. Um, it's like an EP. There's five songs, five songs on there. One of them is just kind of like a instrumental prologue, which is kind of nice he's got a lot of variety so mm. you never really know what you're gonna get with one of these albums he's done a bunch of osts like he has done osts for let's eat and nope. love and memory a show called oh where is it um there was a show called flirty boy and girl sos please help me uncontrollably fond men are men oh, Mad uncontrollably fond oh Hotel Transylvania, we mentioned already. Yes. Uh, yes. He did. Sky's a um, bit of a fan of the Hotel Transylvania. First of all, cute, really cute movies, and it's a really good song. So there you go. (laughs) And it is a good song. You're correct. Um, He's done OSCs for Mad Dog, for Encounter, for Prison Playbook. Like Mm -hmm. he's. So if you're if you're just here for the drama part of things, you've probably also. Heard him, heard him somewhere yeah. mm-hmm. um as natalia mentioned the collabs like they're just the endless collabs. across mm-hmm. so many and like i probably don't even have all of them because you know how spotify gets weird with you if he's like a feature instead of it being under his name you can't always find them all and stuff but like amber and jamie and and like all over the world too not just mm. with korean not just with he's got collaborations with like indian stars with mm-hmm. um russian artists like it's across the board there's timbaland you know, for some reason timbaland yeah just just because you know hey why not i should have a song with timbaland yes you should of course you should um you know but honestly looking at how prolific he is musically Mm. With all those collabs and everything else that he did, it's like, how did he have the time to yeah. also be on five hundred shows? All these, yeah. right? And like, gotta, like, at least hang out with him a bit. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, and then yeah, he's got he's got some albums. He's got technically seven, although one is a reimagining album where he just sort of did all of the songs a different way but so he started out with cloud nine in 2013 which was an ep mm-hmm. then there was honestly in 2018 another ep uh first sort of full album is before we begin in mm-hmm. 2019 then there was the other side which was another ep in 2020 
then there is There and Back Again uh, in 2022, full album. And I think that's the one that has that reimagined mm-hmm. is of is of There and Back Again. So then there's also Reimagined, where he did all the songs from There and Back Again, but with like a different vibe. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to make it a ballad now, or I'm going to, you know, jazz it up more, or whatever. Um, so if you listen to There and Back Again and you're like, well, I like the melody, but that just song doesn't go check out Reimagine because maybe you do like that song. You just like it in its, you know, yeah. other version. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this year, House on a Hill, 2023, mm-hmm. full album. Great album. Um, no skip. Like, that was one that was in my Spotify, like Spotify, you know, added all the songs and I went through and I went, Yes, Spotify, you are correct. I like all these songs. So, um, yeah, uh, it's it's pages, pages mm-hmm. and pages of just there was there was also and music and music and music and music. There's also a 2016 EP called Interview, which is probably hidden somewhere on those pages. Oh, <laughs> like, probably. Uh, yeah, it's a good. It's also a good one. Uh, I. Yes. In particular, wanted to mention, now I'm looking, finding this page, um, he did two songs, like, where they're the same song, but with mm-hmm. different lyrics. He's done that a few times, but he he released a song called Miss You, yeah. about how much he misses her, and then right afterwards released a song called I Don't Miss You, with the exact same, like, <laughs> like <laughs> melody. But now he's over it. I love the energy of that because, like, miss you is before you start texting your girlies, and I don't yes. miss you is after you've had the <laughs> yes. whole, like, you're like, you know what? You know what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. We talked about, like, stuff a little bit in the concert, and he was like, basically, like, there are just times when I just, all I need to do is just, like, write the song let it out and then it's out in the world and then I can like be done with that like feeling Mm -hmm. and so like that's where a lot of my songs come out it's just that I've gotta just just get it out and it's a song and then I'm fine (laughs) don't worry about me I'm fine yeah (laughs) well like that um the collaboration he did with vault boy everything sucks and his Mm -hmm. his verse is like um I didn't you know everything's fine I didn't write a song about my ex today this doesn't count like and you're like for him to write that as a verse it's you're like he writes songs about his exes every single day that's that's what eric nam does he writes breakup songs he writes yeah. a lot of breakup songs and then every once in a while there's a banger that's not but like, when does he have the time to have his heart broken is my real question <laughs> <laughs> like, also the don't hurt like, you you <laughs> didn't see each other was it really a relationship <laughs> Like, again, someone needs teleportation, because, like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know he's always on an airplane, too. Like, he's... Maybe, yeah. maybe he's, like, maybe it's sort of, like, the prestige, where he's actually a set of, like, perfectly identical <laughs> twins. Yeah! And it's, like, just two people living one life. <laughs> the non-brothers are actually... Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's Eric and Ethan, but they're both living as Eric right now. Don't worry yeah. about it. Don't worry about it. In order to have the exact same comedic timing and comedic yeah. style, though, <laughs> impressive. <laughs> they got that twin power thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, it's the, it's the prestige. I'm telling you, it's the prestige. 
sorry if I've spoiled a like twelve year old movie the, the, for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he has a couple of songs. A yeah, few. Just a few. Yeah, just a few. Just, just Gorgeous a voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Gorgeous. beautiful. Like <laughs> wow. Some and yeah. some of the stuff, like sometimes you listen to some of the um especially the older stuff I find. He hits some higher like registers that you're not expecting to hear, yeah. and then you're like, "Oh, okay." He's a beautiful singer. Thank you. You know yeah. what? He, it's, like, it's no wonder. That, like, it's no wonder M- NBC was like, "Get this to anyone. Stand to Korea." <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Kind of lives in that like R and B pop EDM world. Like it's so it's there's a lot of like just that like kind of like R and B sound, mm-hmm. and then it like will switch to another song where you're just kind of like sitting there bopping your head like you're like yeah this is this is nice to kind of have in the background every song of his that i've ever played for my mom she's enjoyed so Mm. that's a distinct (laughs) honor because she doesn't really like the job approved she doesn't really like listening to music so just uh just remembered looking at my sheet there is a christmas song too for you know for natalia For Natalia's listening (laughs) displeasure, my least favorite holiday. Uh, On one of his little like one of one of the kind of gamey interviews for one of the like magazines or something he was on, he talked about Michael Bublé and all of like the different Christmas songs. He's like, man, I wish someday I could release like a bazillion different version of just all these Christmas songs. Cause and I'm like, you could he could, could you like, do it? like yeah. nothing's Anybody stopping could. you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess maybe <laughs> money is stopping yeah, money, but yeah. talent wise he could do it. Yeah. Oh, Listen, maybe stopping I mean, him is the time thing. Like just, I mean like I know well, that's why you should put Ethan on it. <laughs> like, are we at the point where like that both of those twins are like kind of doing too much like, yeah there's, there's, there's eventually well, too much that's why they have to pull in edwin their third identical <laughs> triplet to pick up some of this leg. <laughs> we're kidding by the way obviously he's just like listen this would be the greatest con of all time but no uh, uh, yeah. but but we're just impre- like it's impressive he's very prolific mm. with his discography and that's what i'm saying even if he had just done music Wow, like it's a lot. Yeah, I know, mm-hmm. Eric. I'm I'm addressing Eric specifically because I know he's definitely he's listening to this. Definitely listening. listening. Um, I hate Christmas, but if you release a full Christmas album like you want to, I will buy it, sir. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, basically, I, just like, put that out there. You go there. on to onto Spotify and you look at like if you follow the links through all of these different collaborations that he's done. A lot of these artists are not as well known. They're more indie artists and stuff. And yeah. almost always their top song is the one that they collaborated with Eric Nam for listens. Like that's their top song. So well, they still get paid I, I think that, people so. will buy your Christmas album, sir. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. will listen to it. Just they your, with your sold out you world do. tour, I think so. people are going to buy your, you know. <laughs> Nomination is oh, very oh, strong. Yeah. Nomination very. is really strong. Like, <laughs> yeah, big fans, big fans, <laughs> big energy, big fans. And I'm sure, and we'll get into it later. But I'm sure even fans that kind of maybe don't even aren't even aware of Eric Nom like on 
on the musical level quite as much, and they really know him like as the host of their fave on ASC mm-hmm. or whatever back in the day, or on KCON or whatnot. Eventually, you're like, he's just really funny. Like yeah. he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Great he is entertaining, just flawlessly entertaining. And there's one way that he described himself. I actually wrote it down because I liked it because it was in one of those little video interview things, and he was quote unquote correcting, mm-hmm. like a comment somewhere about himself and th- they said he was like pleasantly shameless or something like yeah. that it- and he was like okay not shameless let's say witty cynical and sarcastic and i'm like mix those together that is eric noms like mm-hmm. comedic mm-hmm. when he's talking about himself like it can come off as shameless but it really is just a combination of those things yeah he's delightful he is. Should we do like favorite songs now? Ooh, yeah. Sure. Kind of, sure. If we have any favorite songs, Natalia and I were talking before. We were, yeah, it's like, hard before to we pick. started the call, it's really hard to pick with Eric Nam. He's got that like really good discography that you just like put on and keep in the uh-huh. background. It like, is great for like if you're having like a party or just like mm-hmm. a get together, throwing mm-hmm. his like. It's good, like, dinner party music. Like, just quietly yeah, like, playing just, like, in the background. In the background, yeah. Yeah, we say that in the Easy. most positive way possible. Oh, We're not talking, like, elevator music. We're talking like, vibes. Yeah, like, you could put just his whole thing just, like, on repeat or whatever and just, like, mm-hmm. not worry about it completely. Yeah. Like, because, literally, everything's good. You might not be in the mood for everything all the time. But it's all good. It's all going to come around at some point. You'll be in the mood for it. Even his super like, early, early stuff. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. lovely. Like, all of Yeah. Well, I mean, that mm-hmm. very first song from the the audition, the gorgeous. star show, is, like, gorgeous. Like, R&B mm-hmm. kind of, like, mm-hmm. yeah. he often pushes some R&B jazz kind of. A few of his songs have, like, more of a disco beat. Like, it, it just, so much variety definitely i i feel like we say this for everybody but there is something for everybody yeah for sure mm-hmm. like i don't normally go in and say my mom likes it because she doesn't really like any of my music but she likes eric nam stuff that i play her okay <laughs> like well be- because of kind of his styles if you kind of run across someone that might not love music but they might be okay with easy listening yeah. as, as far as just background mm-hmm. like he can hit the easy listener person. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. Who, who might not be there for lyrics, might just be there for smoothness. Yeah. He's great for that. Mm-hmm. And it's not that every single song is the same, because he has some no. that are a little bit more jazzy and mm-hmm. more exciting, some more heartbreak ones. I mean, the themes and stuff are all different, of course, or some are more yeah. Latin-inspired. I mean, there's definitely there's entirely are... different styles yeah, like that he covers. Dance, like... Yeah you know a bit more pop or just like a bit more like just like a classic ballad yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i really love the song congratulations congratulations is great yeah so good like there's just something i can't like really explain it 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 has the vibe of most of like the english music i listen to and i know the song's in english but like i mean like non-k-pop music like i listen to a lot Mm -hmm. of like like indie indie euro indie dance stuff and there's something it's not a euro dance song but for some reason it has the same emotive quality as a lot of like indie like yeah collabs do um i just 
and the music video is delightful as well. <laughs> um, but also uh, the song um, Paradise. Yes. This is also yes. very good. So good. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And that that's a really fun, like, boppy song. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a good example of his boppy mm-hmm. ones. Yeah. What, one that I enjoyed, like, finding through listening to his back, his, his early stuff. Mm-hmm. It was one of his OSTs. It was for Let's Eat Part 2. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's called Cool Guy, and it's kind I of swingy. It. And I loved that song. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I'm going to listen to this again." Thank you. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I really like Wildfire, and like mm. I especially like like it now after the concert. It was incredible live. Like it was just mm. the T took it to another level. Mm. Um, and also like Paradise and Congratulations are also a lot of fun. Um, but I also really like the Encounter OST that they did, The Night. Mm. It's mm-hmm. really, really pretty, if you haven't listened to that. Um, but honestly, like, Before We Begin album is great. And also his newest album, House on a Hill. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. all of his stuff is no skip, but really, like, that's, like, no skip and repeat yeah. a couple times with intention yeah. of listening to this album. Like, yeah. he really did a great job mm-hmm. on this newest album. Yeah. His duet with John So Me is also really nice. Oh yeah. The you who? Um it's just it's very OST-esque. I'm not actually sure mm-hmm. if it is an yeah. OST. Um but like it it is very nice. So I love your sexy unsexy. Like yeah, I love one. that song. Like I just every time it's on, I'm like, yeah. But mm-hmm. I also love, like, I love pretty much the whole honestly album like mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I i love it all like mm. it's all good it's all good yeah it's really hard Ex- to like narrow excellence down. excellent i mean i i like don't call me which mm-hmm. has um similar vibes to congratulations like yeah it gets really you know sometimes he's in his mopey breakup and then sometimes <laughs> he's in his it's like his you know song. what you know what? I'm too good for this. Uh, I know it is so funny because we come on here every time we do a music deep dive. And this is sort of like, <laughs> and what happens is we're like, listen, there's something for everyone. This is no skip, like A plus discography. And then you're like, this, this is bizarre. Like they love everything. No, it's because we keep picking people that we love. So this is the real trick is that we're just like, listen, we're actually just evangelizing to you, the audience, why you should listen to this group we've picked because we go in already liking them. You know what I mean? Like we're we're really like sneaking through the bar here. It's not like it was difficult when we started talking amongst ourselves. Hey, let's do an Eric Nam episode. We're like, oh, okay. already on all of our rotations it's not like he's not in our listening he's already been accepted (laughs) into our brains it was really only a matter of time before he also appeared on this show since he appears on every korean (laughs) show that's ever existed so like eric if you're listening you're free to come like be a guest mc yeah Yeah, man (laughs) open invitation just you know you got our email like just 
you know, certified nunas at gmail.com. Just message us. We'll, we'll, we'll rearrange our schedules. <laughs> we will clear our schedule, our very busy schedule for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very busy schedule. Speaking of very busy schedules, TV schedules, that is. Uh, uh, hi, you going to tell us about some of your television oh appearances? Woo! So, fire segue. <laughs> so, I straight up am going to tell you right now that this is not going to be chronological because the way information is presented about mm-hmm. his appearances is not really chronological but i'm probably going to give you a little bit more broad strokes i'm not going to give you every single appearance because all he does is host and guest that is it's all true. like ama- that is why i'm amazed how does he put out that much music i don't know i never literally ends. do not know so let's talk about it um so, so if you if you if you're trying to fact check me on this, because I know there's at least going to be one person that they're going to go onto my drama list and they're going to be like, um, "Excuse me, yeah, yeah." Um, actually, so I'm going gonna... <laughs> to straight up tell you. So my drama list specifically, because we talk about that a lot. Not just, and if you're not into it, that's cool. But my drama list is kind of like Wikipedia for Asian dramas, essentially. So if you go on there and you look up Eric Nam's page. It's very busy. He's done a lot of items. However, whenever you start looking at the years that it says that occurred, do not be misled and think that he was actually a guest on Gag Concert in 1999. He was not. Gag Concert just started in 1999. Same thing with a lot of his other appearances. He really was not active in Korea prior to 2011. Do not be misled. But that is also why I'm not going to be able to tell. It would have been a lot of extra research for me to date all of these episodes because he... Yeah. He's every, he's everywhere. He's probably behind you right now. Like, he is, oh he's everywhere. <laughs> you know what? No, wait. No, wait why, Just why, in why, case why, you're no, wondering how Eric Nam fits into spooky season... That's it right there. He's he's watching you. No, so, he's not. <laughs> but maybe. We've, we've already been over. He started as a contestant on Great Singer 2. We've already mm-hmm. discussed that. So, and we've already discussed After School Club. But yeah. he got up to just, he's he's been up to so many things. If there is a show, a variety show that you're probably familiar with, it is very likely that he mm-hmm. has been on it at least once. I will give you some examples. Again, broad strokes here, and I'm not going to be able to tell you exactly what year. But um, Happy Together, season three, You Heal Sketchbook. He was on there four different times. Mm-hmm. Insane. He was on Running Man once. Of course he was. Hello Counselor season one, three different times. A crazy Immortal... show if you were gonna talk about a crazy yeah. show. Yeah, as yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do we Ooh. encourage you to watch Hello Counselor? That is debatable. <laughs> um Immortal <laughs> <laughs> Songs. Immortal Songs, which is a very nice show. I encourage you to watch Immortal Songs. <laughs> he was on that a couple different times. Um three different episodes. I don't want to get into it, but essentially Often an episode stretches two different episodes. It's a whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. Healing Camp. 
I Live Alone once, Return of the Superman once. He was a host for Section TV. That's such a ungoogleable thing. Yeah. I feel like that is the thing that maybe allowed him to interview literally every single person in history. English speaking yeah. celebrity that set foot in Korea. That was my assumption. Um King of the Mass Singer. He's been a contestant on that twice. Uh once in 2015, I believe, and the other one in 2019. Just for funsies. The ma in case you don't know, Mask Singer, they have little character characters named after the mask that they wear. Mm -hmm. So he was Hello Mr. Monkey and Broccoli. Those are his mask <laughs> names. Um for just specifically for After School Club, he was one of the original hosts. There were two original yeah. hosts. He was one of the original ones. And he was, which means he was on episode one to 107. And then he was a guest on episodes 150 and 300. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot. Mm -hmm. uh, he's on a heck ton of like YouTube stuff for a ton of other people. Um, yeah. So I'm not even going to be getting into that. We can discuss yet again. We got married. We've already talked about that a lot. But what I want to say about that is he won an NBC Entertainment Award for Best Couple with Solar. Mm -hmm. That same year, I think, he was also in Law of the Jungle Mongolia and Daddy and I. Mm -hmm. He was yeah. also a guest host. And that was, his Saturday Night that was the same year of the Saturday Night Live Korea guest host. Because, you know, he just wasn't doing anything else. Um, in it. 2017 to 2018, he was a cast member on Wizard of Nowhere, which was one of those travel variety show mm -hmm. things where, mm -hmm. so specifically the way this one functions is you get divided up into two teams of six and with a lot of other celebrities and you go to another country for three days and you're given missions without money or cell phones or anything helpful like that other than just here's your sleeping bag and tent and like hiking equipment. Wow. Okay. So you pay me enough money to be on a no, show like that. Like, absolutely. absolutely not. They get missions and before midnight strikes, they have to reach their destination. So stressful. Um, as far as the, the countries he was listed on Wikipedia, um, Sicily, well, that's not a country, but Italy, Sicily, Tasmania, Sri Lanka, and Estonia. So Ooh, Estonia. That's he I got around. Hmm. Um, in 2018-2019, he was a cast member. This one's going to be fun. Grandma's Restaurant and Sam Chong Dong. Mm -hmm. So what this was, was it features six grandmas from six different countries from all over the world. Incredible. They come together to serve their traditional homemade treats in a pop-up restaurant in Sam Chong Dong, South Korea. The restaurant was open for two weeks. So... You have these grandmas from all these different countries, and then you have, like, the celebrity cast in addition to them, which mm -hmm. was Kim Young-chol, Eric Nam, Jui from Momoland, Stella Jong, and Andy from Xinhua. The usual suspects. Yes. <laughs> so that show was incredibly popular, and it led him to win another KBS Entertainment Award in 2018, Best Newcomer Award for Variety. Hmm. Which, like, is he, was he really a newcomer then? We'll, we'll say he was a newcomer on <laughs> he, KBS at that point. He was a newcomer to this award, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, he got an NBC Entertainment Award in 20... Anyway, funny. Um, <laughs> so, he also, like, in 2020, he was on... There was a show, Somebody Feed Phil. He was on one episode of it. It's this American travel document 
documentary series. It's on Netflix mm-hmm. by Philip Rosenthal. And it follows Phil as he goes to like all these various cities and highlights charities and things. So he went to Seoul. Who was there to talk to him? Eric Nam was there to talk to him. <laughs> 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 I swear Eric Nam's just like at the airport, like Mickey Mouse in the Orlando <laughs> airport when you get off. And Eric Nam's like, hello, it is I, Eric Nam. <laughs> it is I, the ever-present Eric Nam. Uh, the same the same year, so in 2020, he also was in Doing the Most with Phoebe Robinson, season one, episode 10. Again, there's a heck ton of, like, interview shows, like Show to Review with Jesse, like, mm-hmm. all of his, like, whiting. I mean, there's a massive quantity of things that I'm not listing. Um, we So we, we said ISC in passing. Idol Star Olympic championships which they're not as prolific now as they used to be but they used to be everywhere and it's where idols from various groups would compete in all these very precarious sports because evidently we Mm -hmm. want to just really have people who dance possibly (laughs) injure themselves i don't really the the insurance was a lot more lenient back in the day (laughs) like they were covering all sorts of groups were like actively like getting ready for comebacks too that's the bizarre thing about it like here let's have them wrestle how about we not like not, not, not a great idea um but of course he was he was hosting all types of things for that um i'm gonna scroll through here and see if there's anything else Oh, please take care of my refrigerator. That's a big popular one. Great show. Um, that is a great show. <laughs> yeah. A lot of fun. The people who love that, they love it a lot. Let's eat dinner together. Life bar. Mm-hmm. Well, at least he's getting fed, too. So we know at least he's eating. So we yeah. love to see it. In 2019, he did two days, one night, one time as a guest. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. Um, yeah. Again, a lot of the stuff with Dive yeah. Studios, which we'll get into that. But... So, there's going to be things I missed. You can come at me in the comments if you wish it's fine. <laughs> no, listen, it's so prolific. <laughs> Don't at Sky in the comments. No, you do some of your own prolific. work. Listen, yeah. we just, like, gave you the, like, I'm, path. I'm you can just, like, find new stuff. Yeah. And it's like, there's... oh, I... Like, listen, the man was GQ Korea's Man of the Year in 2016. There's a jumping yeah. off point for you. You can just... Yeah, so so two of the little shiny awards. There was that that you just mentioned, 2016, GQ Premium of the Year. And then Forbes 2017, uh, 30 under 30. I think I didn't write the rest of it. I think it was Asia specifically, like 30 yeah, under 30. Yeah, 30 under 30 Asia. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, side note, just to connect to the music thing. He So we already talked about the two awards he got for like variety show type appearances. He was nominated for two other awards, music side of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, nominated Mnet Asian Music Awards 2016 for two different ones. Uh, best collab with Wendy for Spring Love. Mm-hmm. And then best vocal mm-hmm. performance, male solo for Good For You. So. Hmm. Cool. I hope he wins an award for House on the Hill. That <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so good. Yes. Yes. It, I just, as far as if you're going down the Eric Nom rabbit hole on YouTube, you will just find you will. Yeah. There will be yeah. no end to the Nom. Yeah. Just prepare yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And while doing yeah, it's that, a lot. And while doing <laughs> while doing that deep dive, <laughs> let's take it over to Jesse. <laughs> Listen, I want to roll tonight, everyone. I want to roll. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just on fire. 
honestly she's on fire anyways um <laughs> <It's very hot. laughs> uh, so dive studios are going to talk about that for a little bit um so dive studios is the kind of like they they're very vague in their like description of what it like they it is but it's kind of just like a a, a blanket entertainment company mm. um that like connects fans of k-pop with the entertainers and the people who are entertaining them that's essentially what happened uh, what it is um so it was founded in 2019 by his brother technically brian because mm-hmm. uh, he uh had gone to korea to visit eric and was really into podcasts and was like you should do a podcast i think it'd be really great for you to do a podcast and so like he finally convinced eric to do the podcast and that's kind of when they started the company mm-hmm. so it was like they started with him doing the podcast, which is the K-pop Daybox show, um, which you, if you haven't listened to it or watched it, in the very beginning, it was very much like a normal um, radio show that you would, like, hear any other idol doing. You know, if you, like, follow K-pop, you know that a lot of idols do radio shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so he would essentially uh, talk about a couple of the new releases of the week and play clips of the releases and, like, talk about the the show a little bit and like he did kind of like emphasize like um saying like the korean titles for all the k-pop songs and kind of translating them literally too so there was this kind of little like bridge in between the the Mm -hmm. korean and english side but it started with that and then it's kind of like devolved to stuff um so that was really the first thing that he did with the company and then they kind of decided to um keep up the momentum and start like adding more stuff and that's also around this time the third non-brother was added so like all three are are, all the brothers are on this um and uh brian i found an interview with brian and um he had a quote about the um starting of dive studios because they were talking to him about like what what's it like to be like a ceo like with your brothers and being so young and that sort of thing. And um, his quote was, I think dive was like multifaceted in terms of why we chose to start it. But I think a big mm-hmm. part for me was like, how do we create content from artists that feel real and authentic to them? I think K-pop traditionally, when people think about it has been very label controlled. There's so much protection and so many layers behind these artists that we don't get to see. So they're kind of trying to like bridge that gap between the two um using his famous brother <laughs> eric <laughs> nam to kind of help things i mean they talk about it all the time it's not like a, 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 a secret <laughs> yeah they're yeah. all very honest about it like yeah so uh i'm gonna like list quickly the podcasts they have on the site not all of these are still up and running some of them have multiple seasons some of them have like stopped and then mm-hmm paused for a while and they came back and stuff but like this is kind of the general like thing you can get when you actually like uh go into dive studios on the podcast level and all of these have audio and video mm-hmm. components to it so you can listen to it but there's also youtube videos of everything so you have the kbop daybok um show uh there was the unboxing with jinjin and kino which was the about mm-hmm. uh, on, uh, unboxing honest stories <laughs> um that haven't been shared 
um, the one of like the most long running uh, series is Get Real. Yeah. Um, right now it's okay. with Ashley, Juni, and Peniel. Earlier seasons have um, BM and PH1 in it. It's probably the one that we've talked about maybe the most on this podcast too. We reference it um, yeah. because they're all idols. Um, so they kind of just like talk about like random things they have guess a lot of the time it's them talking about just like idol life in general and especially like idol life mm-hmm. as English speaking idols mm-hmm. um and you have the Tablo podcast with Tablo so um, which is so good I wish he was I wish you would come it, back. I, get, I get it um but it's just like how do you explain this podcast it was basically like just Tablo talking about random things and mostly about his like geeky side, but like he also got into some like really deep conversations. And um, there's a couple of episodes where he actually talks about. We're not going to go like into it on this because it's Eric Nam's uh, like episode. But there's there was an incident in Tablo's past that was really terrible, and he goes mm-hmm. into detail about that and how it affected him and his family. Mm-hmm. Um, but like also like he goes into like his daughter who, like you know, is known because <laughs> of like big bang and stuff like so yeah it's like a it's a bunch of different things it like if you're honestly if you're looking for a podcast to listen to no. start on toddlers there was so literally good. like i was i was taking a bus once and i was listening to an episode that had eddie on it okay now mm-hmm. brother where they were talking about how eddie had booked him on this like star wars podcast <laughs> I was laughing so hard. I looked like a crazy person. Like people were staring at me like with concern because I was so funny. crying like, laughing. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. If you're yeah, going to watch listen to any of the stuff, like do the tablet. Yeah, it it, re- so it really good. is. Um there's also Beauty Bar with Stephanie and Joan. Um Stephanie is a model. She is married to oh what's his name? A rapper i can't remember his name um and then joan is a youtuber uh mm-hmm. so their like podcast is basically about like just like beauty stuff and just like taking care of yourself and stuff because that's joan's focus is very vlogs but like beauty centric vlogs too so that's kind of how it was um another personal favorite podcast was the how did i get here podcast with mm-hmm. jay and then later it became jay and alexa and that's a lot of fun they just talk about random stuff <laughs> like honestly it's just just random stuff that like jay thinks of they they talk about it um but they also do kind of like go in and when like he started to get alexa on more they started mm-hmm. talking a lot more about like being idols and stuff so there is some like deep dives into that um there's a pentagon uh did the jackpot which is mm-hmm. just like their their full season uh podcast um you also have a uh, nonsensible with sam david so all um, where they kind of like just like amongst themselves and sometimes they invite friends um, and like just like discuss stuff and debate stuff and just like random stuff because um, they're all non-idol people mm-hmm. who are in the entertainment or big in YouTube who li- like now thoroughly live in Korea um, and so they've got like kind of like discussing that but like also like Sam's talking about his kids and like it's so it's it's got like a kind of like just like random discussions. Um, you have commit or quit with the non brothers. It's all three of the brothers. They 
um, take like a movie or a show and watch their, like a couple episodes or a, a little bit of the show and discuss whether they should keep it up or not. Mm -hmm. um, you have the What Would Jamie Do with the uh, Jamie Park, who used to be on JYP. She's soulless now. Um, she's on a bunch of stuff, but it's like basically her, like she's just as an advice show. Um, Eric Nam also has another podcast that's called I Think You're Dope, and he just like has mm -hmm. conversations with people he finds dope. That's why he called it that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then you have um, Tears to What's Next with uh, Jamie, DJ Raiden, Stella Jang, Robbie, and Field Dog. And then you ha also have the newest one, which is I'm okay. I'm gonna make a caveat. I don't. Mm -hmm. Things happened with this this podcast that I personally don't think you should be listening to it. But like, I'm going to like list it because I don't. Fat phobia is not not yeah. a thing that I am okay with mm -hmm. ever. Um, and things happen with this, but they have unbelievable with um, Ten and Yang Yang from Way V, mm -hmm. and then Hee Jun, who is something a problem for you yeah a problem um but that's like the newest one so like that and um the uh get real are probably the ones that you're gonna see the most of and mm -hmm. then like okay. um eric nam show where he starts to interview a bunch of stuff um they also started to do this like series called idol 42 which they would take they would let like a group an idol group kind of take over for a season um and they only did three seasons of that um so they had clc on for once one time very very and six or cix six cix i don't i don't know sure. i don't know how they yeah um <laughs> no. and, whichever so one like, it is is the right one yes. and yeah. so like, the thing that makes it different and also that pentagon one the thing that makes these different is that like all the other podcasts on this are strictly english uh, like sometimes maybe they have like an like interview with someone who's like like doesn't know English that well mm -hmm. um but like it's mostly English but these idol 42 ones were not in English because of the groups so if you you couldn't listen to them like like auditory like you had yeah. you had to go on mm -hmm. to the web like the YouTube and watch them watch the subtitles um but Dive Studios also does, like, two other kind of, like, major things first. Um, guy, like, briefly mentioned, Twiting is their, like, variety show. Um, mm -hmm. Essentially, it is um, Eric Nam taking the variety show concepts of, like, Running Man and all those, like, type shows and taking a lot of the people from the podcast and doing, like, a season where they, like, do games and, like, compete against each other and... Yeah. you know there's a winner it's like it's everything that you like know of and like you know you see other idols doing and i mean they're all idols so they also like have done it with their like respective groups just in korean so now they get to do it in english um uh but their other like major thing that dive studios has is they have this um like website community app called mindset and it's a mm. self-care app that they started in 2021 um and they describe it as a, a daily self-care and wellness platform with a library of authentic and intimate audio collections from your favorite artists and it's designed to make daily self-care easy accessible and normalized through storytelling and story sharing so essentially what it is is it's a like paid service 
where you get to have like a profile and be able to join this community where like you can talk to people or like discuss things or like maybe like share something that like good is happening so that people can like give you feedback or like be like yeah that's like good on your journey and you also kind of have these like personal things that you can do with your with your profile where you can like account for things daily so like, like maybe you want to account for your mood daily so it tracks your mood daily or like you know mm-hmm. how you're feeling that sort of thing and then also has additional content from different artists where they are talking about their own mental health issues or like times when their mental health was not well um that's so and nice. it's it really is cool and like eric has talked about in some of the his interviews where he does say that he really wants to like focus a lot more like if he isn't doing like musical stuff he wants to be on this kind of side of like doing like like good work and i think this is part of that and um so like there's like a lot of interviews and series and stuff of just like not just like idols but like random celebs and stuff because of course eric nam knows everybody because he did their (laughs) press junket yeah um they do like like interviews or like talk about stuff or kind of like give good advice or give words of encouragement to people um and then so like you have like all of that and then you have the community and you have this like personal side to that and it's kind of all in one thing and so, so that like really like combines all of dive studios i'm sure they have more like they're wanting to do in the future mm-hmm. um but this is kind of the thing that like they like focus on they like have a lot of like podcasts that are english-speaking idols like yeah. connecting you with other things and you do get some like really cool like like conversation where like they're just talking about random things i mean like ashley talked about a lot of stuff with like how she got into ladies code that's like super fascinating that she mm-hmm. never talked about when she was like fully an idol too mm-hmm. so there's it's there's some it's, ones that are definitely worth a listen i think even if you're not into uh k-pop at all like get real a lot of the time mm-hmm. what they're just talking about is being raised like asian in america like absolutely you know and, and just talking about so i think that that's really interesting and for some people maybe listening to us that would be really relatable yeah. even if they're not yeah. in the music side maybe it would be cool for them to you know they'd be like oh there's a podcast where i can listen to other people who maybe have similar experience to me being mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. with immigrant parents or you know whatever so yeah and they also like talk about like just other things just like kind of general life things i think that like maybe mm-hmm. like if you were a younger viewer that you'd get something out of too um like in a way like i it's like I think when like especially with the younger kids who get like kind of obsessed with things they kind of look up to people like the idols and so like they do have a lot of like normalized conversations about things that I think like could be like beneficial to someone who's younger okay. um viewing it too because it's just kind of like be like that thing like oh they're just like us but really like it it kind of like helps to have like see that from some they- people that you like really look up to they do those um like sometimes they have questions from listeners and stuff that that they'll talk about and answer it kind of has a very like 
older sibling, older cousin yes, kind of yes. vibe, like yes. coming into your life and being like, eh, or like, yeah, go for it or stay in school, you know, don't yeah. do drugs. Like, and you're like, okay, no. <laughs> make good, make like, good life choices. Thumbs up, thumbs up. Yeah. But also Eric interviews a lot of people and he's actually, he's really is a good interview. He is. Um, so if you're yeah. like wanting like, and it's a like a wide range of like people too. Um, so like I mean, like you have members of like all like all of my favorite groups have been on Eric's show, like or at least like some members. So like there's members of two PM, like Nakoon and Tech have done mm-hmm. stuff. Um, members of Dreamcatcher have come on to do stuff. Um, EXID has come on. Yep. Like there's just it's like constantly like top people. And it's just because he's just, like, so well-known. Like, Stray Kids was on, too, like, yep. a couple of months ago. Um, it, he's just, like, so well-known. And, like, also, they all, like, probably, he already interviewed them at After School Club. So they're like, yeah, yeah. might as well yeah, <laughs> do this thing for you. It was so funny when I was watching some of the, you know, I was looking at a lot of YouTube stuff of Eric Nam. And so one of the little like magazine interviews things, it was back like 2020-ish. So Daybox Show was kicking off a lot still. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. it was, it was pretty popular, but as far as like, he still hadn't had a ton of different groups on yet. So he was talking about how he had recently been a part of the cake. Like he was pretty much, he was talking about when he, was interviewing people in the KCON online space, ATs and Stray Kids specifically, mm-hmm. and how he was, how they were being, because he had already talked about like how ATs, he, on the podcast, how he was thinking ATs would do good things, how Stray you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And so ATs was like, when he met them in person for KCON interviews, ATs was like, we know, you know, we haven't been on your show yet, but we've really heard about it. And so then Eric yeah. was trying to be very, well, you can come on the show too. <laughs> and same thing with Stray Kids. You guys, you know, yeah, you're mentioning, you can come on too. And of course, by at this point, they've definitely been on, if not yeah, a couple yeah. times now. <laughs> like, you know, but it was kind of funny. Like, yeah, he he's now like gathered all of his all of the people mm-hmm. at this point he's he really awful. is he's like yeah. just let's put everybody in my pockets like <laughs> yeah. like yeah. i'm just gonna keep on grabbing people they're gonna come to me <laughs> well i think he's just like as he's an excellent communicator just mm-hmm. brilliant as far as the fact that he went to school for like international business mm-hmm. i'm like yeah the fact that you weren't like broadcasting or something you you're you're so good, mm-hmm. dude. And of course, think, now he's way, way used to it. But as far as like, yeah, he's so good. I Some think people get all the talent. Like, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what really sets him apart is his interview style and the questions that he picks. Like, mm-hmm. not a lot of people do that. And I don't know if it's because he's in a unique position where like he's like knows the system of idols, mm-hmm. so he knows how far he can go, as opposed to it just being some like you know, like, random person from Rolling Stone interviewing a K-pop idol group. It's a little bit different. Um, But he's talked about how um, one of the, like, not just because he was English-speaking that he get, like, all these, like, interview gigs. Um, He talked about how, like, he has, like, mostly positive, like, feedback from stars when he does the press junkets. Because, like, 
they don't know who he is really when they come in they're just like promoting their like you know Mm -hmm. their thing and they're in a different country and most people are you know speaking to them in a different language with the translator and stuff and um they've come up to him and be like that was like legitimately one of my favorite interviews just because of what you like asked me so i think he just like does a really good um way he like he's really good at picking the like questions that he's going to pick and they don't seem cookie cutter and they don't seem like even like cookie cutter in the way that like it's like his last interview Mm -hmm. on dive studios stuff like he's he can get like some different things out of people that you just like never hear about and it's like stuff that you want to like hear about too yeah like the tech or interview is great because it's like stuff I've always wanted to like know about like some of his choices in acting and like Eric gets it out of him and it's like very free and open and so it's just like you get like a lot of like really interesting things and facts that you never like heard from these Mm -hmm. idols and like Tech is a little bit different because he's, like, you know, not part of JYP anymore. But, like, it's not like all these idols aren't still connected to their main, like, company. So it's not like he's doing anything that's, like, weird in that, like, he's only getting on because now they're, like, out of, like, the hands of their company. Yeah. Right. Mm. But also, it's it's charming when he talks about, because, again... Because his Venn diagram of his career with all these idols is like a circle. Like, yeah. so Jinjin is just an example. Is he super, super close with Jinjin? No. But as far as have they done a couple things together mm-hmm. and so they have a past from a handful of years ago. And Jin so Jin, whenever like, they have- grew up with him, right? Like that's yeah. like really kind of like what it yeah. is. It's like a lot of these like people went on to- ASC when they were like fairly long or like very first, like just debuting debut. like yeah, yeah they were babies and like it's like a complete circle because now they're like oh look at us he incepted them but from the beginning years. too yeah. Yeah. and so like so Jinjin is an example an idol that used to probably barely speak English at all and since then he's been studying English mm-hmm. a lot and so mm-hmm. now each time he ends up talking with Eric Nam on one of the Dive Studios things, it's like, how far are you on English again? He's like, I'm going to test soon. So it's, yeah, the way these people grow, he has seen all these people mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. many times. Yeah. yeah. And he also, and he like, he genuinely them. Them. Yeah, like, yeah, he, he still remembers remember them, them genuinely. Yeah. And he genuinely yeah. has, like, like, he makes the, like, interview comfortable. You can, like, see the way that, like, he will position stuff, and if he, like, even thinks that, like, maybe, like, they're having trouble like formula words or it's just like they you know don't like have the the question or the answer to the yeah. question he like redirects it immediately it's like it's like whatever we're not gonna do that or something or like or he's very open with like because some of the people that come on aren't fluent in english but mm-hmm. they feel that like maybe like a responsibility because the show is in english that like they have yeah. to like speak and he's very very open with being like you know no like if you need to do sections of this in Korean, go for it's it. Fine. We'll switch yeah. it and we will put the subtitles up. And he and like he he makes like a, a very like inviting, comfortable spot for people. And I think that's like also mm-hmm. where like people mm-hmm. are like really getting it. Like why he can get these great interviews is because they genuinely are feeling like they are in like a in a place. safe place yeah. to do these. And so you're getting authentic like answers to these questions because it's an authentic conversation Mm -hmm. 
it's not just them doing this because it's a job and like he'll like you said he'll he'll redirect if if it seems like they're uncomfortable with some but he'll also just like re-ask like but in korean or something and then you know it'll just like i'm thinking about like the interview with him and jackson and it just went back like it was english and the jackson would say something in like mandarin and then he'd be like i don't like i can't i don't know the word in korean or english right now it's this Mm. and then like you know like eric would say something in korean he'd be like yeah like that but yeah Mm. you know and it would just all of a sudden they'd be talking in korean and then they'd go back to english and then Mm. and it would just it just felt very natural and normal like the bilingual conversation and getting the words out the way they needed to and it was it's so good it's so fun to watch one shout out that i want to make sure that we mention because we we've talked amongst ourselves before i believe her name's diane oh diane's a producer yeah yeah yes oh yeah she's delightful so she she pipes in with a lot of questions towards eric Mm-hmm. at yes. various times that make sense for the shows and stuff and she's just an absolute delight like, yeah. mm-hmm. she's great mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah oh, Eric, they have a good that. rapport and stuff it's fun yeah mm-hmm. so really if you're looking for some really great content to put on and enjoy mm-hmm. he's got that if you're looking for some nice vibey music he's got that if you just want to watch someone really uh, MC a sports, <laughs> a bunch of non-athletes do sports, he's got you there too. He's he's got it all. He's got and it all. hopefully we'll get to see him in a film soon. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really excited, mm-hmm. but we'll see. And we'll if see. you like stop and buy, and tickets are still available, like you should go in see your it. area. Yeah, definitely go see it. It it's a good show, and he has some openers, and they're different in all the areas so check Mm -hmm. those out too yeah this uh this has been us just chatting about the man (laughs) the myth the legend eric nom we hope you enjoyed listening to it and we hope that you go check out some of his content because there's there's more than you would think humanly possible but it's there (laughs) and most Uh, of it is in english yeah it's like yeah super accessible (laughs) it's super great um for us north americans uh so anyway thank you for listening you can listen to us wherever podcasts can be found and all of our episodes are also on youtube if you want to support this podcast you can go to patreon.com slash certified newness and join the certified found family they're our family on the web they're wonderful and we have little extras and stuff for them so we hope you know we have a good we have a good time with the found family and if you need links and time codes and stuff you can go to our website certifiednewness.com where every single episode we've ever done has its own post where you can not only listen to the episode you can see time codes and any pertinent links that are there so it's it's an extensive website okay it's very extensive on nuda's specific information uh so anyway we hope you have a great week as always uh wear mask wash your hands covid be wild in out there everyone it be wild in i know that everyone wants to pretend that it's over but we're here begging you, please. We want you to listen to this podcast for years to come. It's hard, it's hard <laughs> to do that if you've been killed by a horrible disease. 
Um, so <laughs> please take care of yourself and think of others in your community and act accordingly. And as always, just go check out some Eric Nam and, uh, you know, he would say the same thing, okay? He would want you to stay safe so you can come to his shows. Yeah. Right? Especially yeah. listen to his latest album, House on the Hill. Yeah, House on the Hill. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, we hope you have a great night. We'll talk to you later. Bye! Bye! Bye.